Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Lawrence. It's my show. I'm here with you until 2 o'clock. There's a new sheriff in town. His name is Ray Diaz. This hour is being brought to you by CarX Tire and Auto online at carx.com. Ray, let's go. Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Previously on the Lawrence Holmes Show. We get into the Bulls with Tony Gill. What's going on, Tony Gill? Look, man, the base drop is what comes naturally for you to do, man. Like, there's no specific way to do the base drop. You just feel the base drop and then do what feels natural. You know what I'm saying? It's my interpretation of the base drop. Exactly. That's what it exactly. is. I like to either step on it or be delayed mm-hmm. or slightly mm-hmm. ahead. Tony, I have always been like this in my radio mm-hmm. life. I color outside of the line. You can't predict yeah. what's going to come out of my mouth, Tony. Yeah. How dare those textures combat you on your interpretation of the base drop? Exactly. Exactly. I even think Lawrence Holmes would appreciate it. Because Lawrence Holmes doesn't want me to come on here and just copy him and do his thing. Or else exactly. or else that would be highly unoriginal and he'd probably be pissed that I was copying. Nobody wants to be copied, right? Yeah, facts, 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 man. Yeah, leave, leave Mark Rody alone. Let him do his big <laughs> Make me a bicycle clown! Welcome to the party, pal! Ray! Welcome in. My name is Lawrence Holmes, and I'm here with you until 2 o'clock. Megan Montemuro of the Tribune will join us to talk about the Cubs at 1. But next up, how are the White Sox constructed? And should White Sox fans be concerned about that? Chris Ranji joins me to discuss next here on The Score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, 
They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yo, Holmes! Lawrence Holmes. Holmes runs it really well. Noon to two. Holmes doing what Holmes does. On Sports Radio 670 The Score. Yo, Holmes! And 670thescore.com. In Odyssey Station. Hanser Alberto, right center field, and that's going to be grabbed by Vaughn. A great diving catch by the White Sox right fielder. He took a double away from Hanser Alberto. Limping a little bit. Uh, He paid the price. The White Sox tweeted this out. By the way, that highlight was courtesy of Spectrum. Andrew Vaughn has been diagnosed with a hip pointer injury bruised pelvis on the right side. He will progress as his symptoms resolve and is preliminarily projected to return to game action in the next one to two weeks. The White Sox obviously are a team that is going to contend for World Series. When I look at where they're at in their horizon and you look at them making the move to bring in Tony La Russa, which you're not thinking is is a a long-term move. He's getting close to Connie Mack's age when Connie Mack hung it up. But you're, you're thinking, man, we got this team right now and we just need to push through. It makes you wonder why they didn't really push through as far as free agency went this year for four distinct positions of need for them. I wanted to talk about the White Sox, so who better than the guy who hosted White Sox pre- and post-game for forever? Our friend Chris Ranji joins me on the Circuit Resort and Casino Hotline. Circuit Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Hello, Ranger. Hello, Lawrence. What's up, buddy? I wanted to talk White Sox with you, if that's okay. okay. Oh, yeah, if we could take a break from the Chris Rock, Will Smith discourse. I mean, if you want to talk about that, we can. <laughs> I mean, what the hell? There's a, uh, there's a lot to unpack there. I mean. A ton. Y- yeah, so and I, we, we don't have to totally get down the road of this. Come on, this, come but on. I'm not afraid. Let's go. As soon as that happened, I'm like, all right, that's a hair joke. And th- like, there has to be something like she's sick or something's going on with her because he reacted in such a weird violent way that I didn't expect. Well, I guess nobody expected. And so then I, you know, I used the Google Lawrence and it turns out she has uh, the, the alopecia, which I know is very difficult, especially if you're a woman because you're not used to losing all of your hair. In fact, I, I have a good friend who has been going through that for, I mean, probably 10, 12 years and wears a wig all the time because, you know, she's lost all of her hair. And I know it's devastating for people. So... Um, like, I don't know that just, it seemed like such an overreaction and I don't think it's excusable on Will Smith's part, but that was not something I thought I'd ever see. Yes. And, and, and we have to get it out of the way. Hitting people is wrong. Like just so that we're, so we're clear. And and I know that unless they're trying to kill you, unless you are trying to defend yourself, right? Comma, but, but the, 
issue is that this is something that's happened between Rock and Will and Jada before. I assume that Rock and Will were friends because at one point he played Will's girlfriend on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. You know, Chris is, is like, I assume that you're probably not going to cross-dress unless it's for one of your friends. Will and Jada have been through a lot, some of it own goal stuff that they've done, but Will especially has been, and you might not have seen this, Ranger, because, you know, I mean, as much as we love you, you're not really on black Twitter, but... um. The, the, I dip my toe in the water. I think. Yeah, we 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 like you though. We like yeah, you. You're all right. Yeah. You're all right. Yeah, thank you. But he has been, he has been. People tried to emasculate him quite a bit on Twitter, and I think that had it been a standalone, had the Chris Rock thing had been the only thing that happened, I think it would have been all right. But earlier in the show, you had Regina Hall. Yeah, yeah. Speak on some of the the questions about their marriage. Mm-hmm. And I think it was just like a bridge too far. I, I've been trying to figure out what would I have done. Like if I because I am wired a little bit like that. And what would I have done? Here's what I've come to the conclusion of of how I would have done this without laying hands on on Chris. I think I would have gone up on the stage. And I think I would have grabbed my friend, put my arm around him, and said, yeah, you know, my wife is struggling with this thing where she loses her hair. And so we want to make sure that we're not making fun of people that aren't, you know, that stuff that they can't control. And we don't want to make fun of people who have disabilities. And then I would have probably walked off. And that would have, I think, would have been a better way to do it. But. As Chris, to paraphrase Chris Rock, I'm not saying he should have hit him, but, but I understand. understand. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, um, I Will Smith had a very long time to think about that. I mean, really, if you if you think about getting up from your seat, walking up those steps, and then the walk down that that ramp to where Chris Rock was, that's several seconds. Mm-hmm. That's a long time to think. Oh no, what am I doing? Like, should I? Not go hit this person because if he does what you said, I think Chris Rock feels worse. Yep, today I agree with you. I he and feels I, like, oh my god, I'm a big old butthole. That's oh, I feel terrible now. Yep, that's what you want. You want somebody to feel shame, and you want them to feel some empathy too. But it's you know, it's there's a lot there, man. Like that that relationship, and if you read Will's book, which is pretty amazing, if if the guy has been a tyrant. And people yeah. think because he got a smile on his face that that Will is that dude and people have yeah. been treating him appropriately. And then and for the people who are already texting, well, he was laughing. Have you never heard of nervous laughter? Because uh-huh. guess what? It happens quite a bit before people do stuff. They laugh about. Yeah, it. And then he probably saw her not react well to it. Correct. Either. And then he's like, oh, better do something about and, this. And then he's like, what would Tupac do? <laughs> like ser- like seriously I'm, yeah. I mean I'm half joking with that but Will has talked about how he has always felt like he hasn't quite measured up to the the memory of Tupac and it caused him to not seek a friendship with Tupac because Tupac and Jada 
were friends and yeah. probably dated, even though that's been a so anyway. I ex- I expected that Rock wasn't going to press charges. I expect that those two dudes are going to have their moment together. They're going to Chris is going to be like, I didn't know, and I'm sorry. And Will is going to be like, I shouldn't have hit you, and I'm sorry. And they'll squash it, and it'll be over. That's what I was, expect will happen. Was that movie Poetic Justice? Is that right? Poetic is Justice was, was Janet Jackson and Tupac. Okay. No, this what is like real. J- Jada and Tupac like were friends from Baltimore. Like they grew up together. Oh, okay. He was on. He was on an episode too. of a different world, though. <clears throat> okay. But they they right. like I want to say they met at the Baltimore School of the Arts, that sort of thing. Okay. I'm just saying there's a lot of layers just, to this. Yeah, there, I, I know, but maybe the best thing to do, if it's not what you said, is to just wait until the commercial break or until the after party and say, dude. There are clearly better options here. Yeah, like all, there were a million better options, and, and Will Smith picked the worst he one. Picked, he, well, he, I would say that he picked the second to worst one. The worst one would have been a closed fist punch no, closed fist. Okay, of, yeah. of Chris Rock. He picked the okay. second to worst outcome of that thing. That's fair. But I, I suspect that both those dudes will figure out, like, I don't think that Chris knew. And Chris, being the guy that, that did the incredible documentary, which I highly recommend, Good Hair, does have a sense of the sensitivity of, of black women and their hair. Yeah. So... Like I said, I don't think he knew. I don't think that he was trying to to re like I think he was just going for an easy joke. Here's a woman with short hair. She looks and like like yeah, G.I. Let's get Jane. that out the way. That was it was wasn't funny. Right. It's <laughs> it, it's a joke that's way beneath Chris Rock. <clears throat> yeah, that was just not Chris Rock level funny. Like he should have been embarrassed. They should have just let that hang in the air. Because if that had happened, people would have been like, That sucked. <laughs> Come on, Chris, you're better than that. Yeah, I it the whole thing is crazy. Anyway, I brought you here to talk White Sox. Okay. But we can talk, talk about Sox. all sorts of other things. So I see Andrew Vaughn yesterday get hurt, and I immediately go, hmm, that's not mm-hmm. good. Now, luckily, it looks like preliminary reports are that he'll be back in a couple of weeks, which is good. That still doesn't solve the White Sox right field problems, which they've had since last year. Well, that is, all right, what you said, and I don't know if you said it at the beginning of this segment or at the tail end of the last one, it kind of, all of this feeds into the larger picture of this is, you you have to assume you have a closing window, okay? I know you have a lot of pretty young talent, a lot of guys who are on the right side of 30 with the exception of Jose and uh, Grandal. I mean, you've got a bunch of guys who are under 30, well, Josh Harrison's almost in his mid-30s. But why would you not, as long as you have this collection of talent, this collection of young talent, do everything you can to help them win? They're probably going to win the division, okay? I mean, they won 93 games last year. They're better than everybody else, despite the Correa pickup by Minnesota. They are still better than everybody else in the division. They've got a better bullpen than everybody else in the division. they got a good starting rotation, and obviously the lineup is good. But why would you not operate? And I and I also understand, Lawrence. Uh, before I get there, this is a pretty high payroll. I mean, they've committed 184 million dollars, so that's good for seventh in baseball. That's a lot of money spent. So the money has been spent. 
but why not go a little bit harder here? Like, why why not take advantage of what, you know, you're talking about the last games of Jose Abreu. Don't know how long he's going to play, but he's been a big part of your organization for years. Why not reward him with the best possible chance of not just winning the division, but going to the playoffs and going deep into the playoffs? There is no guarantee that if you were to sign a right fielder, if you sign Conforto, if you would sign Castellanos, there's no guarantee that means you're going to a World Series. But why not give yourself every opportunity to lessen that margin of error? And I, I don't understand not really going hard here. You've already spent a ton of money. Why not just bump it a little bit more? You know, like if, if winning the World Series truly is your goal, and Rick Hahn did say going into the offseason, he said, we got a lot of work to do to get better. And I'm sure he would like to, but I know he is he's not the ultimate say in this. He does not set the budget. He works based on the budget that is given to him. I just wish that they had gone into this offseason recognizing all look, we know they're not stupid, Lawrence. You you know they know what they need. You know they know what would make them better. But what they have chosen to do is take the guys in house and say, well, you know, maybe this is good enough because we've already got a good team. I just don't like that approach, especially now with all of this young talent that you don't know how long you're going to have together. I'm with you. And and to me, it's worth them going above the CBT threshold. Yep. Because because that you hired Tony LaRussa, knowing all the things that come with hiring Tony LaRussa, because you felt like you were in a win a World Series now mode. And if that's where you're at, then who cares if you go above the threshold? Like, there shouldn't even be a budget if you think that you're like, this close. What do the Dodgers do every – and I know the Dodgers are the Dodgers. But what do they do every year? You know, they win a World Series or they go to the World Series like every year, and then they get better the following year. Here's Mookie Betts, try- and here's an extension for Mookie Betts. Yes. Like, I mean – why? I, I know you don't pull in as much as they do, but you can overextend yourself every now and then. And let's not forget the competitive balance tax. I think people have the perception that you're that you're taxed on the entire amount of the payroll. You're not. You're taxed on what you go over. So sometimes that tax is nothing. You know, it's very little money, relatively speaking. So, you know, you can, and especially if you're a first-time offender of it, it's not that big of a deal. You could totally do it. I just I wish they would have taken that approach, and it, and it bothers me that they've got a real opportunity here, with with some very good young talent. And I understand the idea of having young players like Sheets and Vaughn, who might turn out to be really good players someday. Why not in as many places as you can possibly do it? Why not have talent that you are certain? right now are going to help you win right now not in a year or two years when they might be really good down the road and they could potentially be really good this year but why not get somebody that you know is going to help you immediately when your window is now because i don't know how long your window is going to be open that's right and you saw how tenuous it was last year when when you get an injury how things can change for you dramatically now, their, their one through nine is so good 
that they can probably overcome a lot of things. Their back of the bullpen is so good that they can probably overcome a lot of things. But why not make yourself a little bit more bulletproof? Like that's that's, that's right. how I look at it. Like that's 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 the way that I see it. But I appreciate you jumping on, man, uh, with with your Oscar takes and and with your thoughts on the White Sox. And hopefully, we can have you on more and we can talk more baseball and whatnot. I, I would love to be on with you more. I would have come in to see you, but I, I I got a little bit of the crud going on. I think I'm I'm uh, recovering now, but I just wanted to make sure I didn't get you a cold. All right. Well, I appreciate you doing that. Thank you so because much. Because I care about you. I know you do, and I care about. And I'm you not too. one of those. I'm not one of those buttholes that goes to work sick. You know. Yes, that's a bad idea. <laughs> that's <laughs> a very bad idea. I'll talk to you soon, clown. I love you. Goodbye. I love you too. That is Chris Ranji. He's part of our staff here. He's a friend of the show. He pops in and hosts shows with Layla. Those shows are hilarious when he does do that. And I enjoy talking baseball with him. Damn, I should have asked him about pool hose. But we don't have time. Ray's like, please, why are you already late on my first show? Yeah, this is what it's like, Ray. Sorry. Back after this on The Score. Lawrence Holmes, noon to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Good stuff from Chris Ranji. I appreciated him being on the show. And and I think it's just... I think the issue is, when it comes to the White Sox, is... You're here. You're at the place that you've always wanted to be. You're at the place where when the rebuild went into place, when the teardown happened, you you wanted to be in the place where you've got homegrown talent, you've made really good moves selectively in free agency and bringing people in. You were thinking that the final step would be bringing in the manager. Okay, so that wasn't the final step, but... Maybe with a year of understanding where the game is now, Tony LaRusso will be better equipped to help you reach where it is that you want to go. But I guess my question to the White Sox is this. Are you doing everything possible to win a championship right now? And to me, the answer is no. You're not doing everything possible. You've got a a really good roster that's probably going to win the division, although I do believe that the division is going to be better. Some of those wins that you may have already circled are not going to be wins this year because Detroit's better, Minnesota's better, and Kansas City's better. So maybe that shaves three or four wins off of what you thought you were going to do this season. When you're as close as they are with so much talent that they have, and and I get there are people already projecting, oh, you know, let's get Oscar Colas up. With the, the people that they already have, you're in a good position. Why not bolster their position? Budget be damned. For this year. Like, I'm not looking at this as just the window. Like, the window, as long as you have Tim Anderson and you've got Aloy and you've got Yaz and you've got Moncada, they're always going to be decent. Giolito, Liam, you're going to be decent. 
but with a how old is Tony now? Is he seventy seven? Is that right? Or seventy eight year old manager that you weren't bringing in here for for a long time? You're bringing him here for a good time. All the chips. This would seem to be have been the off season that you do everything possible. Like, don't fall short this year and be looking around because there's still some questions inside. There's still questions inside of your rotation. We all think Michael Kopech could be good, but none of us know. Even the White Sox, they don't know. He's never done it at the major league level. Plus, you already have another shortened spring training, and he had COVID, so he's behind everyone else you could have taken some some not all of it you're not guaranteed of anything you could have taken some of the guesswork out of this we're going to flip over to talking about the cubs they have a new cub say suzuki he was on the field this weekend i'm going to get megan montemuro on the show to talk about it next here on the score baseball is back and so is mlb.tv Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.